We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our Tuesday edition the Game Plan my name is Chris Blank. Thanks for downloading. Th- uh, thanks for subscribing. And thanks for sharing, man. Uh, a quick cast today. So about a 10-minute pod. Toby Rowland's coming up here in just a bit. And Jessica Cootie will have a little preview of an interview she has coming up on Spotlight with the star for the OU men's tennis team. That's right. Mason Byler clinched things for the OU tennis squad as they advance to the Sweet 16 in knocking off Texas A&M down in College Station. So that's all coming up. Uh, and, you know, I, I hate – I'm a big podcast listener, as you know, and there's nothing more frustrating than whenever you listen to an episode and they tell you how great the next episode is going to be. As, as I listen to these, I think to myself, well, just, just give it to me now. Why do I have to wait? Well, this is because of scheduling purposes and coaches' schedules. So when I say we've got a big show coming up on Friday – Trust me, I understand your frustration as a diehard pod listener. I'm there with you. But on Friday's show, Sooner softball coach Patty Gasso will return to the Sooner Sports Podcast. We'll talk to Coach about the incredible run this team is on right now. They are 18. They finished the regular season 18-0 in conference play. The first time that's ever happened in Big 12 play in back-to-back seasons, only the second time in school history. They're rolling, and we'll talk to Coach Gasso about it and You know, we got other things than just this team to talk about. The SEC tournament is experimenting with replay during the SEC tournament. Could that be something we see added to the postseason in college softball? So we'll talk to Coach Gasso about that. Clay Overcash 
Oh, you baseball assistant coach will swing by as we get ready for Bedlam and Baseball. Nick Kroll will be in the house, and Jessica Cootie will swing by. She's got a huge feature that just dropped on, which, okay, so we taped Spotlight today, and I had a chance to watch the feature on a guy that, you know, maybe in all honesty, we should talk about more than we do in Fern Calvo, who is a senior for the OU men's tennis team. I'll just say this, and, and this is kind of how I felt. Calvo has already experienced more adversity in his life than most of us will in our entire lives, and he's just a senior in, in college. So when you hear his story of overcoming, you will definitely be motivated and inspired, and we'll have Jess on next uh, – well, on Friday to talk about it. So there, I, I probably enraged you, and I apologize, but trust me, man, we are loaded for bear coming up on Friday's tailgate. But for now – Let's recap an incredible weekend for OU Tennis. We've got Toby coming up in just a bit, but first, on Spotlight, Jessica Cootie got a quick bit with the star from Oklahoma's rally to beat Texas A&M, Mason Byler. So what ultimately kind of pushed you ahead in that final set to give you guys the victory in this match? Uh, you know, I just kept telling myself like, I wanted to play the way I wanted to play. Uh, I didn't want to lose, uh, like, scared or nervous because I knew I was going to, like, miss. So I just wanted to play uh, the way I want to play, free, and uh, it turned out uh, in my favor. Is there any better feeling than when your teammates start rushing out on the court? No. <laughs> There's no better feeling uh, in the world. Uh, that was probably one of the top five moments of my life, uh, especially as a tennis player. So it's on to the Sweet 16 for the Sooner men's tennis team. They will square off against Wake Forest on Friday at 3 p.m. That's Friday at 3 o'clock, playing Winston-Salem, North Carolina. As a matter of fact, as uh, we tape this, the team left today. So they're already on the road. Nick Kroll will join us again on Friday's tailgate to give us a little bit more perspective. But Friday, 3 o'clock, and complete coverage on Soonersports.com. If you're not following them on Twitter, please do so at OU underscore M Tennis. You can also find the complete interview with the hero, Mason Byler and Jessica Cootie on Soonersports.tv as well. Now listen, we touched on the fact that Patty Gasso is coming up with us on Friday's podcast, but we didn't really go too in-depth on what happened this weekend. And I mean, there's historical seasons, there's historical runs, and then there's what this senior class has done during its time at the University of Oklahoma. They finish their Big 12 careers having only lost two games and having never lost on the road in Big 12 play. How about that? The Sooners swept Oklahoma State on Sunday in a doubleheader, 7-1 and 6-1. And as we mentioned, back-to-back undefeated seasons in the Big 12. First time it's ever been done, not only in school history, but in Big 12 history. They head into the postseason having won 43 consecutive conference games. Oh, and by the way, they currently have the nation's longest winning streak at 38 straight games. So Coach Gasso coming up on Friday. She'll get you ready for the Big 12 tournament. Sooners, by the way, also play at 2.30 and 7 o'clock on Friday. Remember, the Hall of Fame Stadium is not completed yet, so we will be playing these games in the Big 12 tournament on the auxiliary fields. And a uh, fun weekend for OU baseball. I mean, this is coming off a very challenging weekend, but it doesn't get much better than Bedlam 
and Bedlam Baseball in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. So Friday's game is up in Tulsa. 918 represent. Always a lot of orange in that crowd. Let's try to overpower that on Friday at One Oak Field. Then on Saturday at Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark, and then Sunday back home. I think it might help you a little bit if I give you the times for those games. Oklahoma will be squaring off against Tulsa uh, in Tulsa against Oklahoma State on Friday night. That game is set for a 7 o'clock first pitch. And then on Saturday, it's a 7 o'clock first pitch. And Sunday, an afternoon tilt at 2 o'clock for OU and Oklahoma State. Hey, speaking of baseball, the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, joins us on a game plan edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Toby, we've had about 40, 48 hours to look back on the weekend that was against Texas Tech. What do you think? How do you feel about where this baseball team is right now? Well, it wasn't a good weekend, and I think now they are in a spot where um, they got to worry about their NCAA tournament hopes a little bit, which they've been securely in really all season for the most part, certainly for the last couple of months. And I'll be eager to see when the projections come out this week. I think they'll still be in, but I think they'll be close to the, the cut line now. So they got to worry about that because of this sweep by Tech. I thought OU pitched the ball really well with the starters, and I thought the bullpen let them down. And um, that's not the first time this has ha- that has happened this year, although the bullpen numbers are good, and, and, uh, and they've certainly had their moments, and Ruffcorn's been great for them. There have been occasions, you know, that 8 nothing lead that they blew against Missouri State and uh, uh, the first two games this weekend, not that they were up that big, but they had leads go into the seventh inning. So I think that's a concern going forward. You know, uh, Wiles and Cavalli and Prater and Abram can only get you so far, and sooner or later you got to rely on those guys to bring you home, and their confidence has to be a little bit shaken. I think Texas Tech is a better baseball team than Oklahoma you know, not just right now, probably in general. Now, that could turn around. Baseball's funny. Teams get hot and teams get cold and things happen. But uh, they ran into a team that can really mash and uh, just couldn't hold them down. So, you know, the, the, and they're hot. Tech is hot. So the key now is you got to get your daubers up because you're not gonna, it's not going to get any easier this weekend because Oklahoma State now is hot. Right. They're coming in having beaten Oregon State three times out at their place. And and they always play OU well. So they need to finish strong. I think Oklahoma's, you know, we, TJ and I were just talking about it. I think, you know, they they got to win four or five more games in the regular season and in the Big 12 tournament to feel good about getting in. And that's not going to be easy to do with the schedule they have ahead. Mm. And then I'll, I'll add this, though. It doesn't appear – and no one – is, hey, it's okay, we lost, high five, Get let, let's just go back. I mean, no one's happy, but it doesn't appear as if they're too down, does it? I mean, they've still they've still got the positive outlook going forward? I think so. I, I, would, yeah, I would be shocked if that's not the case. This is a really good senior class, a really good core of leadership that they have. Um, you know, I think one guy who was down on Sunday was Briley Ware. Hmm who did not have a good week and had a base running error and a couple of errors in the field and didn't, didn't hit the ball well. And that's a guy who they need to kind of come alive a little bit. I mean, he, and he will, I mean, it's Briley Ware. you know, he's going to hit. So hopefully he'll have a big weekend and you throw in Brady Lindsley, who's really hitting it well right now. A couple of guys at the bottom of the order and Treadaway and Harlan who are starting to come around. Uh, you get Cavalli healthy again and, 
and who knows? I mean, I think they're they're capable of of going on a nice little run, but um, yeah, that was uh, that was tough, especially after you know it looked like you had it Friday night, played really well, and then it got away late, and you bounce back Saturday, and Prater was spectacular, and you're up, and then it got away, and and Sunday it just looked like you know from the get go, Tech was like, well, we're we're sweeping you. There's nothing you can do about it. So. Um, well, I'm very intrigued to see how this weekend goes. I am too. I'm excited, though. I mean, I'll, I'll be. I, I I think this team has shown some resiliency this season. Uh, I I did appreciate the attempt to bring. I can't believe we didn't talk about this more, Toby. The attempt to bring the good luck charm into yeah. the booth with you on Sunday was fantastic. I tried. Yeah, I tried. I blew up the picture of Mo um, <laughs> and and taped it to the front glass of the radio booth so that he could overlooked the entire stadium and it didn't help so i ripped it up and threw it in the trash after the game so <laughs> that's it for mo we're gonna have to find a new good luck charm i'm like not it. sure what it is good stuff man well but i can't wait to go to tulsa i like one oak field a lot um friday night's always special up there it'll be a giant crowd and uh you know, if oh, you could find a way to win game one, then we'll see, we'll see how the rest of the weekend unfolds. I think it'll be interesting to see who OU throws in game one. That's kind of a mystery out there this week is if Cavalli's healthy again, do you put him back on Friday? Or do you stick with Wiles since he's done the game one the last couple of weeks? Or Prater's been your best pitcher lately. Maybe do you move him to Friday? Mm. That, that'll be interesting. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. I should say this early week edition. We'll be back on Friday with a complete Big 12 preview. We'll talk Bedlam baseball. Maybe fit in a little football talk as well, too. Have a great week. And until the tailgate on Friday, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.